Hi guys, welcome to the Original Judah Podcast. I am delighted to be back with you today uh, with a very special guest. Uh, I think you, a lot of people consider him the, or certainly his website, the fount of all knowledge judo related. Um, on the line, we have Hans Van Essen, otherwise uh, known as the, the guy responsible for judo inside. Hans, how are you doing? Uh, thank you very much, uh, James. I'm doing very well. Are all safe, so that's good. That's no brilliant. It's, thank you so much for giving your time and coming on the show. It's massively appreciated. If um, anybody's listening and they're unaware of either who you are or what Judo Inside is, could you give us a brief rundown of kind of how you got started, your background in Judo, and then and how the website came about? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I, I wasn't a good judoka like you and many others, many others who, who listen right now to your podcast. Um, so, but I knew, and I knew from the start when I was sort of born, I want to become a journalist. Uh, and I want to, let's say, cover the Tour de France and the World Championships in football and, and well, things like that. And obviously judo, because I was a judo fan and judoka. I have a black belt, but that was good. So I think, well, I need to do my homework. So I started to make notes of, the, let's say, starting the Dutch Championships and a little bit history. And then, well, why not the European Championships and the World Championships? And then there were eight tournaments, which is now the World Cups and European Opens. So I, I notified everything in my, let's say, starter database, uh, first mm-hmm. an Excel sheet. And well, from there, the, 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 uh, was, let's see, the, the founding foundation of a database, a Judo database. And I yeah. used that database for uh, writing a, let's say, book. It was more uh, puking all the data that I had, but it was a nice book, legendary, and it was in 1992. Uh, so that's a long time ago. Well, Barcelona Olympic Games, so I included those. Um, yeah, that's about the, the start. But online, well, I, I did a few things online, and I went to a few, of course, uh, major events. And then somebody approached me. It was 15 years. He said, right. why don't you do something online? And he was a total nerd. And I don't have that nerd <laughs> factor, but I, I have, let's say, the journalistic factor. I said, well, well, if I can determine the name, then I'm, yeah, we can try this out. And I said, I want to have it judo insights. So to make everyone who's, who's, who's reading it an insider. So that's the start, let's say in uh, March 2002. It's a long time ago. It's 18 years, even more. <laughs> no, but it's been uh, flying ever since, I see. Um, yes, and it's definitely. Certainly something I went back to time and again during my career and uh, since I've been doing the podcast I think it's a great source of um, finding information and, and results for the athletes I, I get on um, so I mean first things great job keep up the good work yeah thank you uh, you currently do you work for Eurosport as a commentator as well yeah, I do. I do. But it's a little bit silent, uh, isn't it? <laughs> no, because of the corona, that there are no events. And of course, that is the major problem in, in the, well, not in the world, but for us, judoka and commentators and media, we love to see people on the mat throwing, throwing each other. And, uh, and also for a commentator. Uh, so in a way, I did achieve what I said from the beginning. I want to become a journalist and a report from the major events. Um, I went to a few world championships and, and Olympic games but Eurosport asked me I think in 2007 European Championships in Belgrade 
to do co-commentary and uh, they liked apparently the, 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 the insights and from that moment <laughs> I was the commentator uh, and for a long time they didn't broadcast it because they didn't have an agreement with the IGF and I think right. since a few years they have let's say a package and IGF did a good job to make those magazines uh, those, those TV, uh, televised magazines of 25 minutes and those yes. are summarized on Eurosport and for the major events, let's say the World Championships, those are broadcasted live in the Netherlands. But you can determine it as a local broadcaster what you do with it, with the feed. Because, for instance, in, in Croatia, I know they broadcast all the Grand Slams and all Grand Prix. We don't do that in the Netherlands. There's a lot of competition uh, from other sports. So uh, we, we just um, do the live events at World Championships level and Grand Prix and Grand Slam in summary. Ah, fantastic. And... Um did that come about through your relationship with the EJU or is that something that started up separately? Because I know for a long time you were media director at the EJU. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, I, I'd say that I, it's, it's about what I did since, let's say, 1992, going to all the events, having all those relationships with lots of people. Uh, I went to a lot of world championships. I know them. And, and from that respect, also EJU came in 2009 to ask me to become their, let's say, first and um, formal uh, uh, paid EGU director, which says formal and, and paid that it needs to be a professional job. This mm-hmm. was actually my proposal because I could be in the administrative uh, uh, board, um, but those guys usually don't do too much of the work and I'm, I'm a, <laughs> let's say, a professional guy and I want to, to set up something really good. So I said, that then it needs to be a job. Uh, I can be accountable um, and it will be good. And it was good. So I worked there for five years, went to a lot of international events, um, wrote, well, let's say, everything on the website, uh, supported a lot of um, departments in the EGU. Um, no, it was a really a fun job. Um, but all jobs end, and especially if there's a lot of pressure, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, some days it, it ends. Okay, and then what you're doing now, is that just around Judo Inside? Um, and the commentary, yeah. obviously, sorry. Yeah, well, there are a few, th- uh, a few things that I uh, aim for, which is Judo-related and non-Judo-related. Let's say the Judo-related came out of, of uh, Judo Inside, I started that from 2002, never with a, let's say, commercial point of view. But if you don't have a, a, a proper job, um, <laughs> let's say well, when the EGA, uh, when I, I said goodbye to the EGU, because that was my decision in March 2014, they did something mm-hmm. naughty and we couldn't work it together anymore. Um, <laughs> so that was also an important milestone because from that moment, I was writing all the, the news for the EGU website and... Yeah. If, I, if they pay me, it's, it's also their ownership. So, but when I quit, I started to write for Judo uh, Insight because it didn't com- compete by that. Yeah, of course, it, it, it did compete, but it was uh, owned by myself now. Um, and well, and since the time that I started that in 2014 until now, I wrote more than 4,000 articles. Actually, recently I had the milestone wow. of 4,000. That's quite nice. Um, so then it started off and then you have to think a little bit more commercially uh, how to add some let's say fitting advertisements and um, the question was is this the only thing that that I do no I could never live from Judo Insight it's really just about passion and I know 
for instance, that was funny. Uh, uh, Becky Livesey, she asked me one time at an event, she said, are you filthy rich? Very nice <laughs> question. And no, Becky, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, but many people uh, perhaps have the impression that I'm the big data guy earning lots of money about it. <laughs> but no, that's not the reason. It's, it's pure passion. And I, I do this like an, like an athlete. And I can smile about these questions. It's, it's fun. I apparently give an impression that it's good. Um, and, um, well, so I, I had to think commercially. Uh, so first of all, I'm selling judogi like mm-hmm. many guys do. Every brand has a distributor in the Netherlands or in any country. And I'm the one for the Netherlands and Belgium selling in this case, Epon gear, popular judo brands, but this is one of my, my revenue streams. Uh, secondly, I have of course this commentary and third is a judo insight. But uh, frankly speaking, that cost me about the same as the revenues are. But I'd like to get rid of those advertisements, actually. That would be the dream. That would be good for everyone and every, all the readers because now it's a little bit slow. And I, I think it's always about the, the advertisements. But um, no, I'd like to get uh, rid of them. How uh, how are you finding things during kind of coronavirus? I um I, I imagine the news has obviously dried up by and large, but I see that you've done quite a lot with uh, is it Unio of Judo Crazy with the athlete interviews, some of the really great content going up. Yeah, really. I, I I've always uh, had a number of partnerships. First of all, uh, my photographers who contribute a lot. They are passionistas like me. They they love they love the judo. Uh, and so do I. And I give them a platform. They're very happy about that. But I'm also very happy uh, to to integrate their content into my website. Mm-hmm. It's always been like that, uh, always uh, with with closed wallets. Um, <laughs> so I'd like to to pronounce that that I'm very grateful for their support. But I also have a few writing guys. Um, uh, but it's very hard to keep the same pace as I as I have, actually. Uh, and I've had a lot of people who contributed for, let's say, one month, a few months, maybe a year, but then they then they um, they go their own way, and uh, yeah. uh, I will find some other guys. And Unio is, is one of the guys that I met at the World Championships in 2013. He has a long history in judo. He, he lived in the UK, actually. He's a Malaysian guy. Um, he's got quite some good relationships, and not like me, I must admit. <laughs> Um, but he has a few, he has really uh, superb writing skills. And, um, when we decided in 2013, we need to work together. Well, actually during the Corona crisis in what well, indeed the, the news dried up. And, um, I said to, to, to Un, Un, we need to do something. I have lots of athletes, uh, relations. I can ask anyone that I, that we want and we want for the fans. So I can, um, uh, get their mobile number, make sure that you can email them and, and uh, try to ask questions on, on WhatsApp uh, and make interviews of those. What do you think of that? Well, it was a great idea. And he got, let's say, obsessed by these interviews. And <laughs> it's, it's so nice. And it was such a depth. Um, first, in the beginning, I was making the, the questions, but he denied most of mine, my stupid questions. Well, not, not stupid, but he wants to go his own, his own mind in his own interview, and it's just very in-depth. And one of his strong points is the analysis of judo uh, guys, yeah. judoka. And that, let's say he unleashed a very nice way of interviewing people. He's very thorough. Um, so he's, he's, he doesn't have the style like me, which is more data-minded. He's more an uh, analysis, and well, the the two of us can make a really nice flavor on on an interview. And of course, <laughs> I I know exactly what each you does, 
not so much. And IGF, well, they produce a lot, but in that, they don't produce so much. And I think that the athletes and the fans see in the interviews how much we love judo. And, and that's yeah. the same for them. And that's a feeling we'd like to communicate. Definitely. And it really comes across. They are, they are fantastic interviews. And it's, it is great that there's still like judo related kind of content going up. Like through 100%, coronavirus. 100%, yeah. 100%. I don't know, I don't know about you, but I miss the fact that there's not a Grand Prix or a Grand Slam or a European oh, Open so on every much, weekend. Man, so much. No, definitely. And, and that's what unites us all. Uh, yeah. We, we love to be on the tatami. And whether I, you're on the tatami or like me, uh, on, on side of the pitch, uh, it's, it's very important that, that we continue with judo and with that feeling that we all share. Uh, but if we don't have it, given the circumstances, we should, let's say, spice up our lives. And we try <laughs> to do that with, with Unio and, and many others. But Unio has a, a big, a big hand in this to make those interviews and to at least give news because there's always news. There's always news because with you inside data, you can make the news. And it, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. So what, what have been the challenges for, you, you describe it as passion projects. What have been the challenges keeping judo inside going? Um, all these years? Um, well, despite the technical challenges, uh, uh, <laughs> except, well, I mentioned before that Judo Inside is quite slow. There's a lot of content on it. There's a lot of big photos. And in the beginning, you didn't mind that there was a photo of, uh, let's say, one and a half MB. But now it's, it's really a pain in the ass. All the pictures <laughs> should be small and web ready. Because, of course, in, in 18 years' time, when you were 19 uh, and, and you know you've sort of grown up when you became a sort of professional athlete, you know uh, that's a long time to go and, and things changed immediately. Uh, mobile phones got there and you wanted to have the information on your phone so you don't need a one and a half MB photo because you need, yeah. your phone needs to charge it. And, you know, when you are in, in Minsk in 2012, when you won that World Cup, <laughs> uh, you want to read something there and, and uh, that requires small mobile data. So I'm, I've, I've done such a session, uh, but still after five years of uh, mobile data, that also changed, the demands changed. Um, so I, um, I'm busy with a new design uh, layout and currently programmed new style judo insights, which I'd like to introduce, let's say, one year before the Olympic starts. Originally, of course, um, when the Olympics should take place. Actually, <laughs> I should be in Qatar right now for for the 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 masters that have been held oh, last course, week yeah. yeah it was last week actually sh- should have been scheduled there but uh, yeah we know what's going on um no so technically there there are challenges um and you should think um or you might think that um, the challenge is to always get content. Well, I'm motivated to the bone every day. That's unbelievable. Um, <laughs> so that is not the challenge. It's, it is not the challenge. The challenge is to uh, involve people who are loyal to judo insights, to judo, to the passion, um, and to, to, to involve them so that they send their content uh, to me so that I can publish it. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's one thing. Uh, I'm motivated, but it, it's undoable to keep them motivated for 18 years. It's, yes. my, it's, it's my project for the fans. <laughs> um, but that, that's a challenge. Um, of course, there's a big challenge in being thorough. Um, first of all, for, for the care of the data. Everyone has data. 
but it's about managed data. Uh, because if it's not managed, then it's a total mess. Uh, and we've seen that before in judo projects like UMAS, which was the registration program uh, of the EGU, was a total mess. Uh, in the beginning, IGF judo base was a total mess. And of course, I totally understand the IGF. They had a registration, they had a lot of names, they had results, but it was all sort of crappy and now they have developed Udobase but in the beginning there was no management on it um, so in a way Udobase never competed with me uh, of course you can read all the latest events and they but they put 20 people on there they pay these people they fly in those people so there's yeah. a total other let's say that is the Champions League of Judo but Judo Inside is more sophisticated we, we, we're like the FBI the CIA of, of internet intelligence um, <laughs> so it's much more not about these top events of course I deliver that and it's a very uh, important part of Judo Inside but the, why do people go to Injudo Inside because it's the most complete website it will never be complete for everyone that's also not my goal it's, it's undoable uh, but I'm still working back. Uh, uh, last week I've done some Slovenian things uh, in Canada, in France, some small tournaments. And then you see those small tournaments with winners like Agbeknenu and, and Sisik. Yeah. You see all those names and you think, ah, I got maybe their first record of an international, yeah. of an international uh, event. And it's very satisfying to... Well, to maintain that data, and it must be thorough, for instance, Ukrainian names, Mongolian names, Korean names, uh, to name a few things. <laughs> yes. um, well, that, that is so much fun. So you must be passionate about judo names, about countries, about changes of countries, like uh, the East Germany, Germany becomes Germany uh, now. And, well, there are so many countries that have changed their names uh, but it, it's still the same country in a way, or it's the same person who wins. If, if uh, even a man takes the women's name, then it becomes really confusing. Um, in Germany, you had a guy who did that, who married his wife, and he took her name. Um, <laughs> and of course, we have all the Brazilian names with double names and the Spanish names. They're all like Garcia Fernandez, uh, but who is who? And, and th I think that is the strong point of Yudu Insight, that uh, you see really who's who. And of course, I, I do make mistakes, but definitely lower mistakes than, than the rest. And I think it's, it's a good, let's say, um, representation of judo, uh, who's who in, in judo insight. And uh, secondly, um, there's also a technical challenge compared. So a technical uh, challenge related to the content, which is to get the right names in a right way for Google. Because this is the strong point. I'm, I'm very well aware of, uh, of Google's SEO, let's say uh, the, the site optimization. Um, yeah. And if, if you type in James Austin, you will probably, I didn't actually test it, but probably you get uh, to see Judo <laughs> Insights page. And that's a strong point. And Udobase uh, doesn't reach that yet, um, maybe never because there's always a reason to work on, let's say, profiles. I just updated your profile as well, because I've seen you've you won quite <laughs> substantial medals and a few uh, British titles, and I know how old you are and how many world champions you fought and world champions medalists and Olympic medalists. I, I, well, it's just nice to, to anal analyze uh, what you can do with Judo Insight. And I think the analysis strong point is especially in seeing who are the talents for the future. 
It's not a guarantee, definitely not. But it starts at a certain age, let's say 17, 18, 19. Then you can really see something in the stats who becomes a real talent or not. Okay, there are various circumstances, but you can do so much with Judo Insights and with the data. And that's so far um, not unleashed in the world of Judo. And that's a waste. That's a waste. Sorry, two seconds. I've just had something pop up say... Uh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a problem with the microphone. Then. So, um, so far, good. So far, no, absolutely fine. Your end is my end. Um, uh, so you've been a, a major presence in terms of being, I guess, the only uh, judo kind of media for a very, very long time. Aside from what the IGF have produced and uh, and the EJU were producing, why do you think there's not much kind of other media or social media around judo why is it quiet when compared to brazilian jiu-jitsu or football or mma or boxing yeah very good question uh first of all there's a there's a money factor there's not too much uh, money in judo um what i mean with it that there's always money federations have money nocs have money but uh, money is always related to vision and i think there's not too much vision in judo Never been. Uh, and uh, things are increasing. Uh, there are a good couple of people at, uh, working at the IGF now. Um, so, but there, was, there must always be intelligence behind the projects, what you are doing. Um, and you can produce nice photos. You can produce fast results. But it's not sexy for the media. Also, the athletes are not sexy yet. We have a lot of values that help us, but also block us. Uh, because um, we're not, we're, we don't want to be a Ronda Rousey, but she was gold for judo, in fact. Um, yeah. and, but that is not the value that we want. Um, so that also blocks us. And of course, we stick to the, to the values. There are, there are eight values uh, determined by the IGF, and they, they made articles about that. Which is kind of boring content, but it belongs. <laughs> yeah, but it, it is not sexy, but it belongs to judo. So yeah. I, I respect that, and they they do it in a nice manner, and they they involve the kids with this. So this is very good. But judo is not a very sexy topic. You don't see, let's let's say, sexy men because there are sexy men. There and, and secondly, I call sexy women because then the women blame me for for starting with with the women. No. There are sexy men in judo, but you don't see them in a sexy way because they, they have the same judogi um, and they bow and they do nice things. And there are not to, let's say, obstinate, uh, what's the right word, but they, they behave. Um, but there's so much more to get. And for instance, um, if there's someone injured, you, you see only shots of the public, of the crowd. But you mm-hmm. want to see the injury. And how it's, how it's stitched. And that is, I think that's, that contributes to television, um, and to the sexiness of, of TV. It's just one thing, uh, but they, they block it. For me, that's a waste because I look at from it from a fan perspective and from a, a media perspective, not from what is good or wrong or, or a value for judo. I look at it from a different angle. And this is exactly why I make different news than the IGF ever will. Yeah. Um, and, and I see a change because I talk to these guys 
I see a change in their news, let's say, uh, their news coverage. They, they try to make it better every time. But it, it, it used to be very boring. Every federation writes usually boring stuff, the stuff that they want to push. I want to push things that the fans like to see. And that's the yeah. big difference. So I think there's always space for Judo inside, whether they have a big database or not. Mine is much bigger, but, but at least they're subsidized. <laughs> that, that helps a lot. Um, but it's all what the need is. And I think I, I push that content to the demands. So talking, moving slightly away from that, talking about data in Judo, I think mm-hmm. um, certainly in other interviews in the start, uh, you, you've talked about the importance of data, and I think a lot of people will have seen Moneyball, the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, do you think um, data is used, like analysis is used in judo to its fullest, or is there a long way to go? Definitely a long way to go, and definitely not to the fullest. Uh, the difference, though, with uh, analysis data works simply better in team sports because you have to gather a team together. Um, and then it works in, in terms of moneyball that you uh, have a certain player with certain values and qualities next to the other player who perhaps makes the, the, the game. Uh, but you have captains, you have soldiers, etc. That is not in a judo, uh, well, not even in the team of judo, because yeah. it's an individual head-to-head fight. Um, so it is less important in judo still in terms of... Um, creating new heroes, creating uh, new talents. I think it's, it's, um, it's not yet really seriously touched. Mm-hmm. We, we are only an analyzing on the number of push-ups we're doing, the number of training, um, the, 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 yeah. but, but not so much analysis of opponents. Well, let's say we do that from, from a couple of years ago uh, on video, uh, but it's all kept together. And it's all secret what, what people are doing. It's not shared. Um, and also, I think you can make money with this data. For instance, all the federations should know that if you have this uh, availability of data, you can go to your NOC, your National Olympic Committee, and say, well, I've got a talent here. She's 14 years or he's 14 years. And I think she made the same path as, um, let's say, um, um, well, Gemma Gibbons did. Yeah. Um, uh, and um, I, I really think she can make a, a medal or let's say top eight, because that's the, the, the way they look at it, a top eight position in the world in eight years, let's say in Paris or in Los Angeles. And I think this is the way you have to see it um, and that you explore uh, the talents in the world. And of course, there are lots and lots of uh, circumstances that... Um, that um, make it a different situation, but it starts with you. It starts with yeah. It starts with judo, but it starts with data as well, and data gathering and uh, information, and make the information valuable. And, and I think it can deliver money really if you go to sponsors, if you go to uh, NOCs, but it needs to be centralized and not being a secret uh, with all the coaches that we have. Of course, they like it. We know it. <laughs> but but uh, we also should um, turn it in an hour advance. And so far, we don't do it. Uh, why don't we see serious stats on TV? Uh, sexy stats that is perhaps interesting for a bank or for an accountant's company. Um, how many times this? How many th- times that? Uh, was the last time since? 
that is all interesting content that uh, could be, uh, let's say, in association with a sponsor that is paying substantial money to judo. And so far, I, I haven't seen it. It's a waste. Yeah, I, I think there is. a Yeah, similar. I think there's a long way to go. And I think certainly in terms of when the judo is being televised, I think what they're doing is brilliant at the moment. And there's yep. always it's something good. to watch, but there's but a long be way to go. Yeah, it could be maximized. So much better. But they know, but they don't have the, let's say, this is the exact touch of judo inside. I don't want to brag, but... Um, to really make the sexy stats on TV. So far, it's it's only a little bit boring how many uh, matches won or lost or mm. win, win percentages is the start, things like that. But it's all subjective. You need to have also a, a, a communication and a game with a, your commentator who really translates this information to valuable money for the viewer at the time that he needs it. And th- yeah. this is a big big learning curve we still have to go and we're still on the bottom of that yeah definitely and, and, and hopefully they can adopt some of that um you know as as they as things start to improve with the, the broadcasts and all that kind of thing i'm totally not against any federation i i love to work with them but they have to see what value they have in their hands but um you can have the value but you must have the right guy to push it forward to the fans, to the sponsors, to the television. And that guy is very rarely found in the world. There are only a few in the world who can do it. So the proposal is on the desk at the IGF, and they can see what they do with it. Uh, but it needs to fit as well. <laughs> I understand. Um, you, you've, you've been a commentator with the EJU. You've been involved in judo for a long, long time, at the, the kind of behind the scenes at the top level. What have been your favourite events to go to, to travel to, to watch? Uh, definitely number one is the Sydney Olympic Games. Kosai Inoue, Nicholas Gill, that final is still on my mind. Fantastic final, and it's fantastic to see that these guys are now top coaches for Canada or CEO, meanwhile, Nicholas Gill, and uh, top coaches for Japan. That final under 100 kilogram was magical, magical, magical in Darling Harbour in Sydney. So Sydney Olympic Games was one of them. I worked for the, the Olympic uh, Games organization, SOCOG. Um, and, uh, of course, it was also the time that Nomura won also. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it was great for Japan, at least. Um, I've been to the Sydney Olympic Games. So, in fact, all the Olympic Games have the magic. 1992 Olympic Barcelona was also very nice with, um, oh, what's his name, the Hungarian guy. Uh, he's, he's having his birthday today. <laughs> I'm really... <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, um, uh, 1992. I'll go and do it inside, see if I can find it. <laughs> 1992 was also, yeah, he's upon the hero of the day today. So he's on the front page. Okay. Um, um, anyway, those Olympics were great as well. Uh, we had Yoshida there. We had uh, great Japanese again. Um, yeah, so in fact, all the Olympic Games are gold. Uh, you're from Birmingham. So the Birmingham, Olympic Ga- uh, the, the Birmingham World Championships in 1999 were also yeah. great. Um, with... I remember a match, was it there? Um, uh, Inui versus Yang. Yang. Yeah, that was a magical one. Semi-final, end. unbelievable. Definitely a great one. Uh, the final on the 71 kilograms, was that with Jimmy Pedro? Oh, yes. That was a great one. That was a, of course, yeah. uh, for Great Britain, it was great to have uh, uh, Graham winning there. Um, so every event has its own story, but you got to find the stories. Um, and, and I think there's uh, 
Unyo is one of the strong guys in that. You need to have a few contents, content wackos there. Uh, and I'm the right guy on, the, on that place uh, to find those stories. And every event, there's a story in advance. You can tell that in your commentary if you have the stats by hand. But no mm-hmm. one's getting those stats about, okay, Sheldon, Sheldon Rooks does a great, great job. And he's passionate. And everyone understands what he's saying. Uh, not every commentator is yet at that same level. Can't be. Uh, but you need to tell the stories that is interesting with right timing. And he does a good job, but yeah. even even figures and stats will definitely help him. Sometimes I think, ah, you're forgetting this and this story. But, of course, everyone knows a lot of stories, and not just me. Uh, he has the best stories because I, he's been there. Uh, but it can always be better. And I think I agree. Uh, I must say, actually, Marius Visa agrees with me that I, I've always said to them, yeah, it's nice, but it can always be better. And 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 then he then he nods <laughs> and he says yes, that's true. But okay, step by step. So I appreciate really what they're doing and what efforts they're doing, and they're pumping a lot of money in there. And there's a lot of ge- money generated by by Mr. Visa. Uh, still, there's there's a lot of lot to gain. Definitely. Who have been some of your favorite athletes to watch over the years? Um, my favorite day in judo was in August 2004 when Ilias Iliadis won the Olympic title. Um, so Ilias Iliadis is definitely one of my favorite judoka. Um, I was there. After that, I did the press conference. Of course, he was the first Olympic gold medalist. He was the youngest ever uh, gold medalist in judo. So that was a magical day. Um, the fourth day of the Olympic Games, under 81 kilograms. And you know it because you fought mm-hmm. him. Yeah, he's, yes, he's, the most, yes, yes, he's the most decorated uh, judoka that you fought, just, yeah. just <laughs> to, to name a stat, because he has six uh, world championships medals, he's a triple world champion, he got the Olympic title, so he's definitely the most decorated, um, so definitely Iliadis Iliadis is the one, uh, Mark Hausinga, of course, because of his style, I was mm. there in Sydney when he won the Olympic title. Um, yeah, that that is great. Um, yeah, those those guys really do something. Um, but nowadays, of course, you have the Japanese guys, uh, Abe. You have uh, uh, you have uh, that battle, of course, still going on for for the Olympic Games qualification. Sixty-six, um, yeah. Sixty-six is fantastic. But every uh, world championships have new stories, and I, I think I'm aiming more for the stories of the persons than uh, that I remind beautiful judo like uh, Inoue well okay Inoue I, I definitely have on my mind when it's about beautiful judo not everybody has seen him judo but he was the honor of of the let's say the zeros and um, fantastic brilliant judo definitely um some you've, you've named some of my favorites there um and you reminded me that I fought Iliadis. Um, I've been lucky to fight some of those good guys, but I didn't realise he was quite so well uh, decorated. Well, I shall guess. I ask you a question? How, <laughs> you how, ma- how many judoka do you think you fought who won an Olympic medal? And do you remember <laughs> them? I, I don't have them in, my, in front of my eyes, but, uh, but there are a couple. <laughs> um, who I just fought against? Yeah. Olympic medalists. Olympic medalists. Or, or Olympic champions. We, we, can, we can filter it. We can filter <laughs> it out. <on. laughs> 
three or four, maybe? Yeah, um, yeah well, yeah, four. Four. I, I remember the four. Uh, let, I think, so it's Krupalek, you four? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, you, you're, you're, in fact, uh, like Hank Schroll, but from Britain. Okay, maybe less successful, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you fought in the 90, you fought in 100, you fought in plus. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, same like Hank Schroll. Um, <laughs> I'll take but, that comparison. Uh, yeah, 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 I, I that's, bet. I that's, bet. That's, that's a big compliment for me. <laughs> Still the winner of Paris. Um, now, so you fought uh, Iliadis. Um, I think you fought Krupalek. Mm-hmm. Um, Sirikitsa? Yes. So he was, I think he was Olympic champion, right? Yeah, Th- yeah. 2008. 2008, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was another guy. Well, and, and then uh, lots of world champions. Uh, lots of world champions, yeah. for sure. Uh, like a Japanese, Anai, Haga. And, well, there's lots of memory. Uh, and I'm just naming James Austin. Not the biggest one in the world. So there's a story for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and, and no, but sometimes I make stats that people surprise. People are surprised what I know or what, what is available about themselves. And, and that is very nice data. If you have an application at your, let's say, your employer, and you say, I fought four Olympic champions. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you must surprise people cool, with yeah. data. Yeah, that's quite cool. Definitely. Um. Starting to wrap up now. I know uh, what's what's next for Judo Inside. What are you doing at the moment? Uh, next, definitely is new design, new layout, uh, programming that stuff, and launch it ideally one year of the Oli- uh, before the Olympics. Uh, maybe maybe that's too fast. I'm not in a rush. Um, secondly, obviously getting some revenues there because I'd like to get rid of the advertisements. Um, I don't mind writing an article for a certain goal, which brings me a little money to cover the hosting costs. I don't talk about expenses, just hosting costs. Um, but those big advertisements, I really, really hate. So that will be a challenge to get rid of those. Um, actually, I made a GoFund, uh, a GoFund me for that. So anyone who likes what I'm doing, please contribute. It's it's not a begging. It's just if you like what I do, you can contribute. GoFund me, Judo Insight. Um, so that is another challenge. Um, and for the rest, I shouldn't aim for making money from Judo. That that is what I may do in 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 Judo commentary or in selling Judogi. That that is more the goal. Uh, I need to have a, a side job anyway. It, this is really, really a job, but I'm really prepared to have another side job, and that makes the money, that pays the bills. <laughs> Judo is not so important for money. Everyone knows, everyone is scratching his butt, and the same for me. Uh, so in terms of challenges, uh, well, I, I, I like to get um, Julian's side better uh, from a technical po- point of view, and that is very very nasty because techniques uh, you need to be a little bit nerdy and nerdies and content don't go together it's it's like it's like a programmer that you ask to write an article (laughs) you you cannot do that it will be a mess so the combination of that i i try to be but i'm not a programmer definitely so that's a big challenge in technique no problems um thanks so much for your time if people uh aren't already following you on social media where can they find you or judo inside uh so on twitter at judo inside on uh, instagram at judo inside com 
Um, and it's already quite a popular channel. Uh, of course, um, yeah, they can watch uh, Judo Insight every day. There's always something that, that will trigger them to make it interesting. Um, and that, that is my challenge, of course. Challenge number one is giving, giving the right, offering the best content there is available. Uh, and I'm not at all the events. I'm not like the IGF that we have 20 guys on, on site, but I do my best to at least um, uh, figure out and filter out the best data available so that it's, let's say, consumable to eat and not boring, just <laughs> sexy content. <laughs> Hans, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. It's been my pleasure. All the best. You too, and keep it safe. Take care. Bye for Stay now. Stay inside. <laughs> ciao, ciao.